Welcome to the Small Business Report. I'm Gordon Deal. We examine things like habits of entrepreneurs, emerging trends, financing, marketing, unique ideas, where to get help, even how to get started on your own. Want to tell the story of your small business? Send me an email at gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. Today, when your small business becomes embroiled in a national political debate, and convenience stores try a new approach to prevent overdoses in their bathrooms. We'll have those stories after this. When a state ranks among the top 10 in the country for major new and expanded facilities, that's pure growth. When it's tops for three straight years, that's pure Michigan. Long known as a world leader in the automotive industry, Michigan is also a leader in defense, cybersecurity, mobility, agribusiness, and aerospace. In fact, CNBC rates Michigan among the top 10 states in the country for business. To learn more, visit michiganbusiness.org because helping business grow is pure Michigan. As politics divide Americans across the dinner table and at the water cooler, businesses increasingly pick sides, and it doesn't appear to hurt the bottom line. In fact, as USA Today reporter Zlati Meyer found out, it may help. Zlati, tell us what you found. Sure. Well, the question was, what happens when a company decides to take a stand politically? Does it hurt their bottom line? Does it not? The short answer is, no, it doesn't. In fact, sometimes it even helps. Despite the fact that we hear all these calls for boycotts sometimes, right? Still not much of an impact, at least long term? Correct, because these uh, taking these sorts of actions sometimes separates the wheat from the chaff. So the people that believe in the stance a company has, take, has taken will then go back and spend more money. The people that disagree with what the company has done will slip away. So they are sort of shoring up their position among consumers who they know agree with what they've done. Wow. All right. So aside from the red hen example that we saw, what else did you look at here? Sure. Well, I guess the most famous is Chick-fil-A, which is known for its uh, stance on uh, gay marriage, that they oppose it. Other examples include uh, Patagonia, which is an outdoor apparel company. They had criticized President Trump's decision to make two national parks smaller. They caught some flack, as did the spice company Penzies, whose CEO had accused Trump of being a racist. Uh, another classic example that made its way all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court is the craft store chain Hobby Lobby. They had sought a religious exemption to avoid covering birth control under the Affordable Care Act. Uh, some other ones that people might remember are General Mills. They had an interracial family star in a recent Cheerios commercial. They got some criticism over that. And, of course, Subaru's longtime embrace of the LGBTQ community. Mm. Does it matter in the way you present your politics? It really doesn't. They, most of these companies know who their consumer is. They know what they want and don't want to hear, and they position, position themselves accordingly. Hmm. And I'm curious, too, any feel for like what percentage of people actually care about what a company's politics are? We search high and low for numbers like that, as well as... Uh, those figures broken down by political affiliation, we've not been able to find them. One thing we do know is that the color green is universal, and <laughs> yeah. uh, people, uh, particularly when it comes to their investment portfolios, are loath to get rid of stock uh, in companies that they may disagree with politically, particularly if these are stocks that are doing well. One good example of that is Starbucks. Uh, their now former executive chairman and CEO, Howard Schultz, is known for sort of liberal-leading politics, and some on the conservative side of the debate have disagreed with him. But the question remains how many actually have dumped their well-performing Starbucks stock as a result. Wow. We're speaking with Zlati Meyer. 
business reporter at USA Today. She's written a piece entitled Trump versus Red Hen. What's the cost when business becomes personal? Um, also, I know there was a quote in your story from, uh, wasn't it like a coffee shop nearby the Red Hen in Lexington, Virginia? What, were, what are they saying? Sure. Well, they were a little bit concerned about what it means for the reputation of the community. They don't want to come across as uh, as, as divisive. They want to be known as neighborly, um, but they know that uh, it is important for people to express their thoughts in this politically divided country that we're in now. This is a fairly new thing with companies' politics being exposed. It is not. It is not. Um, I guess one classic example takes us back to the 60s, 70s, and 80s, which was the uh, companies who had to decide whether or not they would uh, sell their goods in South Africa, which at the time was racked by uh, apartheid. Wow. Very good. Uh, What else jumped out at you as you were pulling this together? Anything else you want to throw in? Well, I guess the final thought was that um, even though there's red states, there are blue states, at the end of the day, it really comes down to everybody loving green, and they want uh, their own companies to do well. They want their stock portfolios to do well. Thanks, Lottie. That is Lottie Meyer, USA Today reporter. And latest attempt to curb drug use in convenience store bathrooms, colored bulbs casting a blue glow. This is where people who inject heroin and other drugs have been seeking the relative privacy of the stalls to shoot up. The blue lights are meant to discourage people from using drugs in store bathrooms by making it more difficult for them to see their veins. ABC News says it's an idea that's been around for years but is getting a fresh look as a result of the nation's opioid epidemic. Turkey Hill Minute Markets, a 260-store chain based in Lancaster, PA, is one of two convenience store chains and a supermarket chain field-testing the blue bulbs. Many public health experts oppose the practice, saying blue lights make people more likely to hurt themselves and stigmatize those addicted. But store owners say they have to do something. In Luzerne County, where Turkey Hill has installed blue lights at a store, the coroner there said people have died from overdoses in the public bathrooms of fast food restaurants, big box stores, and other retailers. Reminder, by the way, the Small Business Report is found on our website, which is This Morning with GordonDeal.com. That's also where you can hear our daily news program called This Morning, America's First News. Again, if you'd like to share your small business story, I'd like to hear it. Send me an email at gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Report. I'm Gordon Deal.